Greetings and welcome to a special one-shot, Quinny Quest, a Dum-Dums and Dragons story. I'm your host, Bukaki's cousin, the great wizard, Gotzi. We take a break now from our regular adventure to see the impact Quinny's infamy has had on another part of Dumpyroon, the fully original city of Gryffindel. This arc features DM Tyler Hewitt and players Del Borvik, Ryan LaPlante, and Laura Hamstra. How will their brand new characters fare as they try to make their way into an emerging elite band of thieves? Find out in this episode of Quinny Quest, a Dum Dums and Dragons story. Truck, Cinder, Euro, the three of you were very haphazardly clumped together as a rat man unveiled a ramshackle kind of carnival-esque obstacle course. Um, (laughs) You can tell that's what it is because in front of you there are three doors, but the wall that those doors are on only goes up about seven feet. And then you can just kind of see all random assortment of like dangerous objects and machinery it looks like maybe a roller coaster or like a mine track is kind of winding around back there wow um lights flash every now and again the snarling of beasts can be heard but it looks like it could all collapse in on itself at any moment (laughs) a lot of wood was employed (laughs) a lot of it's made out of wood rat face ushers uh the three groups you three, another group of three, and a group of four, I think I said, <laughs> uh, to each door respectively. So you have a door in front of you. The other two groups have their own door. And Rat Faith says, uh, all right, the gauntlet begins. And he kind of strikes a pose. All right, we're having a good time. <laughs> so the first step for any Thief worth their salt is lockpicking. These doors here are locked and you got to get through them. I'll be timing you. The clock started when I when I first started talking. You're all it's it's happening right now. You stop looking at me and then you're free to do whatever you wish to do to get to the other side of this door. Are either of you expert lockpickers? I can't say that I am. Andrew's going to try to jump to the top of the wall. (laughs) And grab onto it and go over it if possible. Awesome. Uh, give me an athletics check. It's seven feet tall. You can definitely jump up and just grab it and try and yeah. pull yourself over. All right, we'll see if that happens or not. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, it does not. <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> okay. We att- attempt was made. Uh, you get a splinter on your hand. Uh, you reach up and grab just brittle, busted ass wood. Uh, and you feel, you can wrap your knuckles around, like these walls are super thin. This is like mm-hmm. an inch of plywood, uh, <laughs> but it fucks your palms up real bad because this yeah. is not good wood. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the pain, you just open your hands again and you drop. Yep. And then Cinder instantly sticks her fingers that are hurt into her mouth and sucks on them and then shakes her head at the rest of the party. <laughs> All right. right. I have an idea. I can freeze the door knob. Lock mechanism thing and euro if you smash it it'll just break and we can go in i mean to be clear i'm not that strong let me try one thing first uh he he rests a hand on his necklace 
that has the the two masks and he just takes a deep breath and he says for crime uh and he casts <laughs> uh he casts guidance on himself mm-hmm. and then he would like to try to pick the lock because he has the yep, tools right. to be able to excellent uh let's do what do we usually do we do sleight of hand for that let's do a sleight of hand check great to deftly maneuver these tools oh net 20 <gasps> Fortunate. You feel feel the mechanism turn over and the latch releases and the door just pops open just a slight little bit. You know you're in immediately. Um, Looking to your right, you were the leftmost group along this lineup of doors. Looking to your right, a dwarf has deftly picked the lock as well with apparently a very similar level of expertise that you have, Euro. And then you see beyond their group of three, the group of four, you see uh, uh, an elf. uh, draw a bow, notch it into the arrow, and then kick the door down. Uh, and then a massive fireball uh, incinerates him, and he's just dead. Uh, he's gone. He's dead. What? That's just a group of three down there now. Uh, right face. Uh, says, Whoa, this. hey, that wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, and the door's open. Okay, friends, I vote we don't cheat on these tests. If he say unlock, we do the unlock. We oh, don't kick things. If you wow. say kick, we don't get clever. Also, I may need you to freeze that dwarf. <laughs> Can do. And truck salutes. <laughs> Weird dwarf salute. It's like pointing a finger up. Like from his head. <laughs> Wait, did I say dwarf gnome? What? A- <laughs> eh. <laughs> you picked up the salute from a dwarf on the road. It's all good. Exactly. Yeah. It's a dwarf He's salute. a rock gnome. <laughs> that's, like, that's, a dwar- that's what most dwarfs are known as. <laughs> yeah, the gnomes of the rock. That's right. Little people of the rocks. Yeah. Um, the dwarf accompanied by an orc and let's say a human um, proceed through the door. They disappear from your line of sight. The party that now is three, uh, formerly four with an elf, um, they, enter, they enter after kind of, you know, some hesitation, but they, they move on as well. Your door remains unlocked, but is only ever so slightly ajar. Uh, Euro will go first. He'll take the hit. They're they're like beginner thieves. They shouldn't have to get fireballed. Great. Door opens with no problem. And uh, to your right again, you see the dwarf, the orc, and the human. <laughs> and you see <laughs> yeah. the other party down there that you can't quite make out. Um, the doors all lead to the same massive room. There's literally just a big plywood wall. Um there's no evidence of what would have exploded on the other side of that door. Um, uh, but you do, looking over there, you're at, um, as you sort of file in, you're, all three of you are kind of on the other side of this barrier now. You do actually see kind of up, uh, there's like a, what's the word? I guess um, like a, a big metal catwalk um, that's hugging the wall of this big warehouse. Mm. Um, and uh, Ratface has climbed up there. And he's kind of overseeing you guys. He's basically going to walk along the catwalk as you proceed through this warehouse. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, hey, great job. Well done, everybody. Uh, well, except for you guys. I don't know what happened down there. He gestures to this other group. Um, they're all elves. I'm sick of being <laughs> like obscure about it. Just took four elves, now down to three. They're all elves. <laughs> I prefer to hear them just as a group of a random number of people that goes up or down. <laughs> yeah. To me, they will always be a group of three. Okay. Yeah. 
little do they know these are my big bad NPC, big bad oh. evil guys over there. <laughs> oh no, the the yeah. group of three, the real <laughs> villains of the story. Right. <laughs> Cinder will be momentarily distracted because of the smell of charred elf is sort of delicious smelling. Oh, very interesting. Um, that's uh, horrifying. Um, Euro will just give a thumbs up to the dwarf. Like in that moment of like, yeah, man, we're doing good. Thumbs up. The dwarf scowls at you. The dwarf is in it to win it. And And, Euro will keep smiling and nodding. And then he will just turn his hand sideways and his middle finger will come up. And then he'll just turn back to the door. Oh, man. Truck like kind of jumps in front of Euro with his arms out towards the dwarf. He's like, he's just being friendly, man. <laughs> and Euro of- tries to lower the middle finger he's giving to try to keep Truck on the high ground. <laughs> dwarf flares his nostrils, eyes widen. He's incensed, you know, the middle finger. That's the worst finger. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and kind of looks ahead to what is. The next challenge, he's got like renewed determination. Mm-hmm. Uh, except you guys don't really see anything in front of you. It's pretty dark. Uh, who has dark vision? I did. We, we all did. We all raise our hands. We all raise our hands in the audio medium. <laughs> Very good. Um, I can't remember if dwarves have dark vision. This guy doesn't. He <laughs> he lost it. In he a, wasn't in a, one of the. Yeah. He was one of those forest dwarves. He looks ahead and he starts to fumble. <laughs> for a torch and tinderbox. Um, as do the elves, who also have dark vision, I believe. But fuck them. They're fumbling I, for a torch as well. Yeah, he definitely um, lost his dark vision. I checked. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he lost his dark vision because he's seeing red. Oh, he's oh. angry. Anyway. There's a finger in his eye. Yeah. And my dark vision is also a special dark vision, which oh. is actually umbral sight which says, I have dark vision, and while in darkness, I am invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see in the dark. Whoa! So it would be just like, disappear. So Cinder disappears for you too. <laughs> Cinder's gone. Okay, uh, you need to watch out for fireballs. There are more than I thought, and that one was sneaky. <laughs> uh, Cinder, did you just get fireballed? It's right next to you, Cinder will be like, what? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, um, convenient. You are very sneaky. Okay, well, I will truck, help this truck one. reaches out. <laughs> It'll definitely get caught in between okay. two hands. Oh, yeah, 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 here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I will help you be sneaky as well, little one. And then he just rests a hand on your, your shoulder truck, and he, he touches his necklace again, and he just says, uh, for uh, sneak but then crime. Uh, and he, <laughs> he uses his, his trickster cleric ability uh, so you now have, he blessed you for advantage on stealth. So for the next hour, you have advantage on all stealth checks, unless he nice. gives that blessing to somebody else. And it's not a spell. It's just a blessing from what I could read in the rule book. So it just, it's there for an hour. Cool. Excellent. He can't give it to himself, which is the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can do it at level three. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So the three of you, one of you being an invisible companion in the dark here, Mm-hmm. Uh, look ahead, and even though you have dark vision, you don't see anything. It's kind of a medium-sized, empty room. There's some bones scattered across the floor. 
there's you can see the end of uh this room kind of within the warehouse it's another ramshackle looking ass room but it's one door um uh and as uh the elves and the dwarf light their torches cinder you reappear because the room is adequately lit now mm-hmm. um but at the lighting of those torches the bones on the floor kind of assemble into a small regiment of skeleton warriors. Mm. All of them armed with swords, spears, shields, all that kind of thing. And Ratface says from way up on the catwalk, hey, that was some great lock picking back there. Real, real top-notch stuff. Uh, another part of just average life as an adventurer is uh, fighting combat, you know, uh, fighting creatures that... Uh, God cannot has no explanation for. So here we go. Uh, these are the boys. Boys, say hello to everyone. All the skeletons have like little name tags on them. You can't like oh. see very much, but they all appear to be like with Ratface. Uh, um, and so they all, you get like a little, like a little happy kind of greeting. Uh, but then they all take very serious fighter stances and charge you. Mm-hmm. Roll for initiative. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy all because we use shopify 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, friends. Ryan here for another ad. But this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. How, how, do, how do I do that, Tyler? You're going to roll your D20. You're going to roll your D20 a lot. Um, and there should be specifically a part of your character sheet that says initiative. And it should, I think, for you, have a plus... And a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to add that to the total. And and I also have a skill that says I can give myself a wisdom bonus to my initiative rolls. So is that again? Um, I can't remember if we added that. Let me take a quick look. Uh, your initiative, if you're at level three, should just be your dexterity value. So what's your dexterity bonus? Just like the flat one, it's I think. It's three. And I have plus three written to my initiative. So, so then you, do I do wisdom on top of that? So I get actually plus six. Yeah. So maybe I should just change this to be a six forever. Yeah. Is that um, that ability, is that like something that you can use only once or is it just something that you've got going on all the time? Yeah. It just exists just like the dark vision. Great. Yep. Okay. Super. I actually, yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah. What race are you? This is really fascinating. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention because I did default. She's human. <laughs> human is default. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, uh, I don't believe it's a racial trait. No, it's a. It's oh, it's a, a class thing. Class trait. Yes. There we go. I was trying to math out what was given what. Okay. Can I get, sorry, I'm rolling some shit here. Super. Can I get your initiatives, please? Truck got a 21. Oh, truck. Cinder got a 14. 
Okay. Juro got a 12. Okay. Uh, everyone sort of all at once clashes with this very small army of skeletons. And it appears that there's about three headed your way that you would primarily have to deal with. Um, and Truck, you get to go first. You've got three skeletons running towards mm-hmm. your group. Um, I think uh, Truck is just going to be like, oh, okay, oh, oh, de- oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. And um, uh, just like very suddenly, he's just like, his hand just flings out and it's just like, oh, fire, please. And uh, a firebolt uh, just shoots out of his hand. Excellent. So you, you roll to hit with firebolt, yes. I believe? Okay. Yes. Go ahead uh, with so your roll. So it's a ranged spell attack. Excellent. So that is a nat 20, baby. <gasps> Ooh, nice. Well, roll double damage. So I will do that. So that's 2d10. God damn. Uh, and that's a 10 total 10 total yep all right so one skeleton kind of leading the charge uh takes this fiery blast from you head on does uh does uh firebolt is it firebolt yeah does firebolt uh look any particular way coming from truck or is it just pretty bog standard firebolt it yeah it's um it, 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 I think it has a, a kind of like a really, really hot flame that has like the blue, then like white kind of in the middle and to yellow, to orange, to red on the outside. Okay. So like super hot in the middle. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's, uh, a, a, as, as it's named, it's a bolt. So it's like a line of fire leaving. Yeah. Almost like a, like a, like a beam almost. Right. Like. Like a stretched like you're out a javelin of fire, stretched out fireball. <laughs> Great. <of> okay. <laughs> Super. Uh, you hit this one skeleton square in the chest, um, and he is badly burned and damaged by this. Um, Excellent. He stops dead in his tracks only briefly, um, and has to like shake it off. But his 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 ribs are blackened. Um, mm. and there's blast and scorch marks like under his chin and across his, his arm bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10 damage. Hachi machi. Okay. Not bad Excellent. for a level three character. Not bad at all. They so mm. myself. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this skeleton that you've just struck though, um, Closes the distance and is going to uh, take a swipe at you with a sword. Oh, dear. He's going to attack truck. Um, Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I will I will take a reaction and cast shield. Super. I'm sorry. Does a 23 hit? <laughs> um, it does. Okay. My AC is 18 with shield. Hot damn. Oh, my God. And he rolled full damage. Oh. Um, <gasps> So you take eight piercing damage from this blade. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Laura says that. Where are <laughs> these rolls like, when I'm playing? Truck's just like, <laughs> what? I've rolled pretty good Ow, What? Ouch. What? Ouch. 
Uh, Cinder, in front of you, you see this skeleton just lay into Truck, uh, seriously wounding him, Mm -hmm. um, this this little guy. Um, what, um, What is your response? You've got one skeleton that is very close because you're all grouped up together. Uh, and two more skeletons that are easily within range for you to run up to them if you choose to do so. Yeah, I think Cinder's going to go after one of the skeletons, just stand in there for a little further away. Okay. And just like a like a blur of of fur and pulling out two weapons, one in each hand. It's a sword and a sickle. Nice. And just leaping and jumping onto the skeleton. And Amazing. The skill is because I am a dread ambusher. That they, what? at the start of their first turn, their walking speed increases by 10 feet. Excellent. And that if I take an attack, I make one additional attack as part of that. And oh it does God. extra damage. Okay. And this is only on the first round? Like at yes. the start of? Okay. This is only the first round. Yep. Okay. So I'd have to, I'd have to make some encounter adjustments if you could do this all the time. <laughs> no, but, this okay, is just the, it's just the intro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. So you are opening up. Yes. On this, on this fresh skeleton. I have to learn skeleton. how to fight things. <laughs> yes. So you're going to roll a d20 to strike, and I believe you do it with each weapon. Yes. Okay. So I did four. I rolled a 14. Do I add, is that attack bonus? Do I add that to it? Uh, yep. The attack bonus is basically increasing your odds of hitting. Okay. So then that would be 19. A 19 to hit will hit. Okay. Yeah, so now you can roll damage. Which which weapon are you swinging right now? This is the sword first. Okay, okay. So it the damage is 1d6 plus 3. Okay, so here's a d6. I rolled a 1, so that's 4. Okay. And then I guess its bonus action is using the other weapon. Right? Uh, yes, I think so. We will sort this out. I know. I'm learning. Air, yeah, for now, yeah. Okay, so you have two weapon fighting, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. So I think you get to add the damage modifier to both attacks. That's what that is. Yes. I think. Okay. And then that is, 11. it's a sixteen. That will hit as well. Okay. So then here's the damage, and that's five damage. Okay. And then I get one additional weapon attack because I took an attack. And that's oh just God. the first round okay. skill. Okay. <laughs> this Go is ahead, the one Jesus that Christ. will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a 23 to hit. Yep. That will do. And then it does. Okay. So it's six damage plus three is the damage bonus plus 1d8 on top of that. <laughs> you annihilate this skeleton is there any particular way that you want to dismantle this guy i think it's it's just the like a leap with both weapons and hitting extremely with both of them to the point where the rib cage kind of disintegrates and then it's just the arms and legs are kind of all askew and she's standing like where the middle of it was so you're you're like a bone chipper uh yeah there's even that like for just a brief moment, as you're raining blows down on this guy, there is that high-pitched whine that you get from, like, running wood through a saw. <laughs> just, as his ribcage is just dust and gone. Um, and yes, you are standing there amidst these inanimate remaining bones. 
holy shit, great first turn. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. That's a tough act to follow, but it is your turn. Uh, there are two skeletons remaining. One that has been badly blasted and is all up in Truck's grill. Hey, see what I did there? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and there is another one advancing on your group uh, past Cinder. Doesn't seem to care about Cinder. Probably scared of her um, running towards you two. All right. Well, then it's time for him to contribute. So he would like to... Uh, he he looks at the fight breaking down and sees Truck getting like smacked around at this new skeleton coming in. But Truck did some damage, so credit to Truck where where it's due. But this new skeleton could tip the balance, so he's like, "Will, why don't you fight on some people your own size?" And he uh, casts Mirror Image, so three more identical nice. versions of Euro appear with him that are blurring in and out of his body and moving along with him perfectly. Uh, and he's just going to charge towards this additional skeleton to just distract the shit out of them. Like, he's just going to get close enough, him and all of his, his f- like, mirror image versions, uh, reach into his cloak that just looks harmless and just pull out a full long sword. Like, he's, he's, <laughs> he's doing that, like, school safety exhibit on why you have to have uniforms because his robes look harmless and, like, they're super light. And then, just there's a full sword in there. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's just going to get close to the skeleton. Either has to tangle with him or he'll get an attack of opportunity as it goes past. Okay. Uh, skeleton number two is dead. Uh, <laughs> skeleton number three, though, is kind of dazzled by what you're what you're putting in front of him here. Um, you know, rubs his eyes. I'm seeing double. <laughs> Four euros. Uh, and uh, he will attempt to strike you with uh, an axe. So I believe we need to... So we have we to, roll to roll to see first. if he, yeah. So it's if he successfully attacks me or if he attacks one of the duplicates is oh, the so first we, roll. The roll to hit still is the first one. Uh, no, it's actually second. So first, it's like, what are you swinging at? Because they have a different AC than I. Yes, do. yes. So it's like, okay. who do they think? Who does the skeleton think is the Which real one does euro? He zero in on as his target, right? Do yeah. you roll to determine that? I or do, do I? roll to determine. That. Okay. So I roll a d twenty. Fuck, he gets the real one. <laughs> okay. Well, Aww. the odds were very low. The odds were less than like 25%, but still. You uh you can't help yourself, but you give the old we roll you roll. Nice to meet us. Um and he hears he hears the real you. The other ones are not making vocal sounds. And so he looks at you and you assume he grins. He has no flesh uh and uh swings his axe at you. 16 plus stuff. Is that going to do the job? Yeah, that'll do it. That'll okay. Do it. Okay. Uh, and so that's going to be a total of five damage from this axe slashing damage. Oh, well, is that all you've got? <laughs> he says, <laughs> holding a sword with his magic, not helping him. <laughs> um. Great. The the skeleton kind of like clatters its teeth at you. Uh, and uh, at this range, you can see its name tag says like, hi, my name is uh, Doug. Um, What's the matter, Doug? Doug? Can't got your tongue? Oh, wait, you don't have one. <laughs> Doug just continues to chatter away with his teeth. It's the only sound he can really make. Um, <laughs> I'm worried he's wittier than I am. I just don't know. <laughs> Who is winning the war of words, Doug? Who is winning? You just hear clattering teeth. I just 
Oh, you clever bastard. I will show you. <laughs> we're back to uh, we're back to truck at the top of the round. I should before we uh, uh, get into what you're going to do on your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what size is the group of three? <laughs> yeah, a, a brief rundown. Um, uh, the uh, the the dwarf um, appears to be some kind of monk. He's not wielding a weapon and is currently pulverizing a skeleton with his hands and fists. Both his hands and his and fists. fists. Oh, wow. Yeah. Doing those slap punches. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Starts with a slap and becomes a fist partway through the, the like slow motion video. Yeah. He it is one of those like YouTube videos of what is clearly like a bullshit martial art, um, but it's working on this skeleton. Um, you know what I'm talking about? We're like it's like it's an old older guy, and all of his pupils are pretending to be in horrendous pain when he like bends yeah, their yeah, pinky yeah. and shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was picturing those guys on TikTok who are like, and here's how you disarm the guy, and you watch, and you're like, that guy definitely gets shot. That right guy away. definitely got shot <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Um. Uh. The orc. Uh, is uh, carrying a club and is wailing away on a skeleton, but is kind of missing a lot. Um, and the human um, is uh, sneaking up behind that same skeleton that is dodging the orc's wild swings. Uh, the group of three elves, uh, one of them gets impaled uh, and just is immediately deceased. <laughs> oh, no. um, she uh, uh, she notches an arrow into her bow uh, and... Uh, uh, gets it gets run through just why why would you try to shoot someone who's right up in front of you silly foolish anyway back to the action i don't know i'm criticizing like it's all me i'm saying this stuff like it's not anyone else's choices no 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 that that character's an idiot that's not yeah Yeah. that's their problem uh we're back to truck your turn truck uh so truck still got the skeleton within reach oh yeah that skeleton is right up in front of you. Okay. Um, He's just pulled his sword back out of, out of your body. Okay. Uh, and so I would say probably like as the, pulling the sword away, um, he, <laughs> truck just kind of tries to grab the arm and says, lightning please, and attempts to cast Shocking Grasp. Is that another uh, attack roll from you? Yeah. Go for it. That is a dirty 20 to hit. Well, that's definitely going to hit. Hell yeah. You can, at this range, grabbing onto this skeleton, you can see the name tag. It says, hello, my name is Frank. (laughs) Uh, Well, Frank. Yeah. Um, That is... Now, oh my god, I forget. Spell attack bonus. It's been so long since I've <laughs> cast spells normally. Is that attack bonus just it's just for the attack, not for the damage? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. There's rarely wow. a damage modifier for spells. For someone who's been playing a wizard for like five <laughs> years, I should not have to ask this question. But that's two, that's two lightning damage. And uh it uh uh, the skeleton cannot take reactions until the start of its next turn. This skeleton is not going to take reactions for the rest of his life. Oh, um, you, uh, uh, 
you kind of joy buzzer him. You know what I mean? You put that <laughs> hand out and you grasp yeah. his arm and just electricity courses through his bones. Uh, and then he just kind of explodes. Uh, just the bones just go poof, and he just goes everywhere. The name tag Frank floats down and lands by your boot. And Truck says, just shakes his head. It didn't have to be this way, Frank. Uh, the and then skull, shakes like, himself out of it. It's just yeah. like ready for the next thing. The skull like rolling 11 feet away just like clatters its teeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're dead, Frank. Rip, Frank. Cinder, hmm. you are standing in the remains of a rib cage. Uh, and to your left, uh, Euro is um, having a little bit of trouble mm-hmm. uh, with this, uh, this last remaining skeleton. What do you do? Yep, Cinder will spin around and go for both weapons out towards the back of the skeleton that's preoccupied with all of the Euros, which is also very entrancing for Cinder, but <laughs> stabbing is also good. <laughs> all right. Uh, it sounds like you're moving to flank, uh, in which case you will roll with advantage. So for each of your weapon strikes, roll the d20 twice and take okay. the higher result. All right. So this is for attack. It would be 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. So then that is, here's the 1d6. Five plus three, eight damage. Once You've, you've done it once again, Cinder. <laughs> uh, would uh, you like any particular way you'd like to dismantle this skeleton, kind of from the rear? Yeah, I think it's a, <laughs> it's a through through the neck like the back of the neck bones with the sword and then they raise up the sickle like ready for that second offhand strike but the head is just gone and then <laughs> having to stop and hesitate yeah. before it goes into euro yeah yeah you, you you pry that blade in between the vertebrae and the head just kind of pops right off um <laughs> clatters to the floor teeth still chattering but the body each individual bone just disassembles and clatters to the floor um, yeah, and your blade stops two inches in front of the y- real Euro's face. He goes, how does everyone know which one is real? Fuck! Cinder <laughs> <laughs> <So there laughs> looks back and forth between all of them. Wait, how is this real? <laughs> <coughs> it's okay, um, I will protect you, apparently, by getting stabbed. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Euro, we are at what would be your turn. Uh, you as a group are free to drop out of combat and move forward as every other skeleton appears to be engaged with the remaining uh, attendees, people trying out. Um, Or you can go help them if you so choose. You you can keep fighting for whatever reason, but you have satisfied the requirements of this room and you may move forward if you wish. Euro, you okay? Cinder, you okay? Yes, I am fine, but these are thieves, so it is time to do my duty. Uh, and he will turn because he's going to help. So he'd like to, uh, Euro will fire a guiding bolt. It was a level one spell. It is like a light magic. Uh, so he's got to make a, a ranged spell attack uh, against a skeleton. And just whoever looks the hardiest with a whole eight. <laughs> he, uh, he fires a spell into the floor. <laughs> and then he says, I may not be as good as I thought. <laughs> the yeah, X wound is acting up. It's acting up. <laughs> Doug was too clever. I am cursed. Eight is not going to do it, unfortunately. Your shot goes wide, uh, and the dwarf notices. 
and while he's parrying a blow from a skeleton and countering across the jaw, popping its head off, you just hear him go, huh, as he watched your shot go wide. And all four of the Euros raise both hands, and he uses the left hand of each Euro to slowly crank up the middle finger on the four right hands, just in a lineup. And <laughs> Truck. This- Truck dives in front of Euro again with hands <laughs> up. Just be like, come on, man. Trying to help again. Roll like, me a perception check. I cannot believe. Roll me a perception check, Truck. What? Oh, yep. Dear. Uh, 15. You're in front of the wrong Euro, uh, but that's okay. It's <laughs> 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 close. That's, I had just made up the DC and 15 was fine. close, but <laughs> it went off. You're, you look you look down and slightly to your left, and in front of one of your mirror copies is uh is Truck boldly defending you, defending your hijinks. Um, Maybe I'm not so bad at this. Maybe. Uh Thunder the dwarf is between uh b- between like Euro and that shot that went wide and the dwarf and looks back at Euro and is like slowly raising two weapons more more fighting or no <laughs> everyone's here to try out for a team we should all be working together if we make it also i don't like that they're all dying for no purpose there is no money here this is not crime the dwarf for what it's worth is being held back by his orc and human companion because he is incensed that you quadruple flipped him off so they're <laughs> holding him back and he's just like, like he is furious uh, and trying to 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 get at you. How how are the two elves doing? Are the skeletons still around? <laughs> uh, the skeletons are gone. Um, finally, uh, the two remaining elves uh, finish them off um, as their bones clatter to the floor. Uh, the two the two more elves uh, approach approach the door at the other end of this room. They they've like they've lost you know half of their party, <laughs> but they have this single-minded determination they do not acknowledge you they do not acknowledge their fallen comrades they are looking forward walking forward towards the door well cinder i don't know if we need to fight the angry man i've already got my weapon under his skin and he looks down at his middle finger and he's like nailed it (laughs) you you fucker just (laughs) furious furious dwarf i think we're okay to keep going do you need healing, uh, lethal friend? Oh, please! All right, uh, I will. I, he will. He will lay down a hand and just say, "May you take more than you give." Uh, and he will cast cure wounds uh, at level oh, one. That's lovely. Yeah. And you get and the we, full healing for it. Mask likes you. You get a twelve HP healed. Hey, Very right nice. on. Now it's time uh, for us to go through the door and leave this loser behind us. <laughs> you can hear Rat Face laughing. <laughs> the he thinks this is great. Uh, and and Truck, Truck looks to Euro and, and very genuinely says, I don't understand. You tried to help him. And now you call him a loser. Can both things be true? Yes. I see. You have to help the losers. It's the winners you get to rob. 
This makes sense to me. Onward. You three walk as this dwarf needs to like calm down. His orc friend has now picked him up uh, as he's just, his arms and legs are just wiggling and writhing wildly. Like, I don't need your help. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. You're going to rob the shit out of me. You'll see. Uh, I am going to rob him later. This is true. <laughs> he has a real nice set of lock picks I am attached to. Uh, you go through the, the next door, correct? Yes. Yeah. The, the, two, the two elves have disappeared from your sight. They're on the other side. They're on the other side of this threshold. And the three of you go through. Okay, great. Uh, this time when you enter the room, the door closes behind you. And the elves are nowhere to be seen. You hear Ratface's voice, but you cannot see him up in the rafters anymore. In fact, it's all just kind of a hazy darkness that even your dark vision cannot penetrate. Mm. It is not dark in here per se. There's just a general light radiation coming from the room. Just everything is lit, but not lit from any particular direction. It's a little unnerving and weird. Mm-hmm. It's also not shoddily crafted anymore or anything like that. Mm. You are in a room that appears to be a very elegant study that you might find in like a mansion or a castle. And there are beautiful paintings of Quinny Brownbarrow in various famous poses. There's a picture of him battling what some of you know from the lore and the myth to be a Nothic. There's a picture of him standing with a large, bald, red-bearded man in plate armor, and a thin, very slight, and uh, um, silver-haired elf holding a long glass staff. Various other pictures depicting various other exploits centered more on Quinny. Um, The other two in that one picture sometimes feature other times they don't. It's definitely like the Quinny room, this room. Um, there is, uh, the door behind you is closed. Um, there is not much else in this room besides a table uh, in the middle of the room with an hourglass on it. At the other end of the room, on the other side of this table is a doorway and there's a candle uh, that sits atop the door. and the flame of the candle is actually this sort of ethereal flickering number 10. It's the number 10, but made of fire, sitting on top of the wick of this candle. And you, well, uh, before I go any further, with this information, would the three of you like to do anything? Cinder would like to get up close and look at these paintings, these Quinny paintings, Mm -hmm. kind of up on the tippy toes and looking in. And also Cinder is trying to see, is, does anything smell weird in here or off? What does it smell like? (laughs) Roll me a perception check. Okay. I got a 15. It, you know this smell. Oh. And this smell um, doesn't belong here, 
unless a very specific sequence of events have unfolded before you arrived. Mm-hmm. It smells like blood. This episode of Quinny Quest, a Dum Dums and Dragons story, features Del Borovic at the Del Tastic on Twitter, Ryan Laplant at the Ryan Laplant on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at DL Hamstring on Twitter, and our Dungeon Master Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and the one-shot's logo was created by Decapitated Markers. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni. And our ad used the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and our Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now I'm off before that robot DJ returns and destroys us all. Ah! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Spot Alan, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG, it's Big Nick. D&D and Things, Norma Byers. Schrodinger's Pepper. Guy Edwards, Flea Unit. Madre de Gatos. Lady Maiden, Melissa Rain. Mithrian, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey there, we're dm to gm I'm your DM from Dungeons & Dragons, Russ Moore. And I'm your GM from The End of Time and Other Bothers, Sean Howard. What we like to do around here is answer the questions that you have about tabletop RPGs and get you started feeling comfortable playing games around your table. We want to share our real experiences, what we've learned, what's been helpful, so that other people can get going. And because and a lot of these hurdles are just in their head. So find us every other week wherever you listen to podcasts or visit dm to gmcom dm to gm get your game started.